0: Every woman has a story, every story matters. It makes you who you are. For so long, women have hidden from their stories when in fact they are the very thing that makes them shine. Welcome to the Ruby Slipper Women podcast. I am Rosie Nerney, your podcast host, mother of four, multi-million dollar direct sales business owner and domestic violence survivor. I'm so grateful to have this time with you. Join me and a wide range of inspiring women as we follow down the yellow brick road of life, growth, challenges, and ultimately discovering our ruby slippers and coming home to ourselves. All the power you need is within you. We are not in Kansas anymore. It's time to head down the yellow brick road.
1: Hey everyone! Thank you for joining me for another episode. I'm so excited today to be interviewing the beautiful Joe and Tracy from Additive Free Lifestyle. So I met Joe and Tracy probably actually Joe first, and then Tracy later on, uh, probably about two and a bit years ago because we both have uh, very successful businesses with DoTerra, and so we met up at a like mastermind thing and sort of got to know each other from there. And so over that journey, we've sort of learned about each other's story. Joe's daughter was really, really sick when she was a little girl. Constant doctor's appointments, constant medications, all that kind of stuff, and just constantly hitting dead ends. No answers. No answers. No answers. Well, I say no answers, but the answers were more medication. Let's have an operation. Like, like just the standard stuff that a lot of people just accept and go, okay, righto, that's fine. Um, and so Joe was like, no this is not normal, I'm not going to accept this. And so she looked into ways to help her daughter. And that was by eliminating additives and preservatives out of food. So slowly but surely she did that and her daughter, the symptoms that she had all went away. And so she didn't need to go down the blue pill path. Um, And now her daughter's thriving because her mum just didn't go and listen to what the blue pill world was saying, but she investigated and she started thinking for herself. But going through that process, Joe has come up against lots of obstacles like, you know, judgment from other people. Even Tracy, she said when um, they spoke about this at our convention in Sydney, not long ago. And Tracy said, she initially was a little bit like, Oh, Oh, I'm not sure what this girl's doing, and then slowly but surely she jumped on board as well. And now Joe and Tracy have together a really successful business that they've, had, that they've had for six years now, called Additive Free Life Lifestyle. So, welcome, ladies! Thank you for being on here with me. Hi. Oh, <laughs> <Hey. laughs> so, Joe, I generally start these interviews with telling us I've just brushed over your blue pill life, but tell us about your blue pill life and then was I find with most people there's like this point this like tipping point where they're just where you're just like no I'm not accepting this I'm going to find something else so give us a bit of background on what that looks like for you
2: all right well thanks for having us on the show Rosie uh yeah I mean we just lived the standard Australian lifestyle growing up i mean we uh we lived on a farm for a little while we did travel a lot we lived in Papua New Guinea and our parents just mum used to cook a lot from scratch because not because it was more healthy but because it was cheaper it was just the way they did things it was the way that she was brought up and um, you know, as I said, we lived on a farm, and the meat we ate generally came from the farm, and, chickens and yeah, veggies. the eggs. You know, eggs came from the chickens on the farm, and lots of veggies and and things like that. But we did very much still have quite a standard Australian diet as well. Uh, mum was never very much into the holistic lifestyle. You know, you got sick, you'd go to the GP, you'd get a script. That type of that type of lifestyle does that make sense
3: t- i can not remember her telling me once i'm not taking you to a physio like that just a waste of time we're going to the doctor <laughs> like you know yeah, so I think
2: that's, that be,
1: so, that's so relatable for so many people because a lot of people say no i'm healthy i'm healthy like i eat this food but when it comes to something heading downhill with your health it's like straight to the doctor
0: yeah yeah, not
2: yeah. Even
1: considering that there's another option
2: yeah. You know, and we grew up on Vegemite sandwiches and we grew up on, like, bread and, you know, um, what else? Just, just just, a standard lifestyle, yeah, really. There wasn't anything sort of abnormal about it at all. We didn't need a lot of takeaway because we lived on the farm, but certainly when we drive into town, there was no hesitation in going through the drive through or anything like that. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, when my daughter came along, uh, I guess we were... We were living in the city then, you know, money was really tight. We were, um, we were just starting off as parents and as career people. And we just lived that lifestyle as well. It, it just was all that we knew. And she, yeah, she was a good baby. Like she was a really good baby. But it wasn't until now that I look back, I've kind of pieced it all together. But when she sort of became about 18 months old she was then eating foods that we were eating for dinner. And I used to think that I cooked most of our meals from scratch and that we were quite healthy. I used to spend a lot of money up the healthy food aisle of the supermarket, but what I didn't realize was that the meat and veg that I cooked was then coated in, you know, tin gravy, for example, that was full of MSG. And then there was a bowl of ice cream and I didn't question the hundred thousands that went on top. and cereal for breakfast and Vegemite sandwiches for lunch and just that standard Australian diet. And, yeah, her behaviour, by the time she was two, I really started to question her behaviour. My background is early years education and that's where I had worked for a long time, working with uh, mostly kindergarten age. You know, she was coming up to that three-year-old and I just knew that something wasn't right, like she couldn't sit still Reading her a book was an absolute nightmare because she just couldn't stay still. Uh, and it, it got so bad in the end that I just stopped taking her places. We cancelled playgroup. We cancelled main, mainly music. I'd wait for my husband to come home from, the, uh, from, the, from work so I could go to the supermarket because I just didn't want to take her. Uh, you know, tantrums that would just last for hours and hours. They'd result in her held up in the little ball on the floor and she'd just rock herself back and forth and she'd scratch her face and I was awful. Like, we'd have to peel her little fingers off her face and, oh, yeah, so it was terrible. So her little world just was spiralling out of control and the other thing with her, she was biting a lot at daycare. We There was nothing we could do to get her to stop biting. She was actually politely kind of asked to leave two daycare centres and here we are trying to find another centre. I mean, I worked, I had to have her in care. It wasn't an option for me to stay at home financially. And just even that alone, you know, is tough enough, plus everything else that was going on. And she was always, always, always sick. So she actually had her tonsils out. She was only twenty months old. Uh, she had pneumonia. She had ear infections. She had, you name it. She pretty much had it. Bronchitis in and out of ED with asthma. Although they didn't class her as asthma at that age, she had a wheeze. And uh, yeah, life life sucked. Like life was pretty tough. I. I guess I did what I would have told any of my parents at school to do, and that was to get her assessed for ADHD. Mm. Now she was really displaying all of those symptoms and I just thought this was the next step. Like this is what I was trained to do as a teacher was to get assessments for the children, you know, encourage parents to get assessments for the children. And um, so I did and I made that phone call and there was a tw- there was a five month wait list. I remember thinking to myself, how am I ever going to get through the next five months? I actually rang Tracy in tears. One I felt absolutely deflated. You know, i really felt like my whole my whole existence of trying to be a good parent just was done. Yeah. And I just had no other option. Um, I was also being told by GPs and, and even family, probably more family, actually, that she's just like her father. You know, my husband was diagnosed ADHD as a child and put on Ritalin, And so I was being told it's just genetics, like she's got no mm. hope. And this is just the way it's going to be for her. And I believe that as well. And I thought that myself. So anyway, there was this five month wait list and... Then something came up about additive 102 and it being linked to behavioural issues. It's a very short story. And I thought to myself, that's a bit weird. Like, what? why would, I don't get it. But anyway, I'm willing to do anything I can try and do. So I Googled it, <laughs> as you do. And so it said, can be linked to behavioural issues. Uh, Asthmatics should avoid. It was... ADHD like symptoms and Mm -hmm. tendencies and Mm -hmm. I I just remember sitting there on the couch just thinking this is insane like this doesn't make any sense Mm -hmm. so I just went on this google frenzy and just to try and find out as much information as I could find out and I really focused my energy into like looking for behavioral issues That it is linked to behavioural issues. And I just tried to find as much information as I could. And my husband was interstate for work at the time and he came home and I had printed off this list that I'd sort of put together myself, not knowing what I was doing, had no clue. And I said to Shane, maybe this is something to do with Eva. Like, I don't know, but maybe it might help her. And... Anyway, he said, "All right, well, let's see what we can do and let's get up and have a look in the fridge and pantry and let's get rid of it." Mm. So, we did. Um <laughs> I was really shocked and really surprised. We filled two garbage bags full of food thinking that oh, wow. we didn't have a bad diet. You know, I really didn't think that we did. But it was it was just hidden in so many things that I was buying. And yeah. Honestly, Rosie, what felt like overnight her behaviour changed? And I don't say that lightly. Like she just started to calm down really quickly. She'd have a typical three-year-old tantrum as everybody does, but I was able to talk with her and I was able Mm. to reason with her. Mm. And it was something I'd never really been able to do before. Um, What else changed? She started sleeping better She was less fussy as well. She started eating better. Mm. Uh, All of a sudden, you know, after, well, I I said this at convention, but I remember the daycare centre saying to me, she hasn't bitten anyone in a while. Mm. And we pinpointed that she hadn't bitten anyone for three months and we'd been additive free for three Three months. months. Mm. So that was cool. Um, You know, we were able to, to go back to the supermarket and just do simple things that you should be able to do. And then I remember I got that text message the day before our appointment for the ADHD uh, sort of assessment. And I I remember thinking to myself, we don't actually have to go to that. Like, I I think we're okay. So I was able to cancel that appointment, which was really cool. (laughs) And she just stopped getting so sick as well. She really did. I mean, she already had her tonsils out, but the, the asthma, um, the the snotty noses, just the colds, the ear infections—they just all stopped.
1: It's just amazing. Like I'm listening as I'm listening to you, and I've heard the story before. It still gives me cold shivers. Um, but I, I'm part of a few like mums and bubs groups on Facebook, and just this time of year, there are so many, like questions in there about what to do my kids going to an ent that recurring this recurring that blah blah blah. and just Mm -hmm. no one even looks at it it's just like it's foreign uh so yeah so i think the work that you guys are doing is just so so important um and i think like so uh, when i changed all my foods over a lot of people and i talked to people about they were like well you wouldn't be allowed you wouldn't be allowed to sell stuff if it
3: did that to you Mm-hmm. so do you guys get that no. oh, all, all, the the time. Time. <laughs> all the time all the time the other one we get too rosy is um well i ate it as a child and it hasn't hurt me Maybe. yep yeah you actually didn't you actually didn't not eat it as a kid i was 12 before we had mcdonald's for the first time because It was not in Tasmania. It didn't exist in this state. And I can remember it first came to Hobart and our grandmother lived in Hobart and we drove down to visit Nan and we had McDonald's for the first time. I was 12. I can tell you that my kids were way earlier than 12 before they had McDonald's. So we weren't eating it as kids. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: So what do you say to people when they're like, well, they wouldn't be allowed to sell it? Like, so what's, how do you get around that? question well it
3: depends who's saying it but generally yeah, yeah if we're doing a um, if we're just politely doing a post on facebook then you know we'll put in the links and say yeah like we'll give them the proof that well yeah. here's the testing that they do do you understand that that the testing is done all in isolation from each other so they might test msg in one batch of something rats or whatever and then they might test um food colors and then they might test something else over somewhere else, and they're not tested altogether, so that's one. with them. They're also tested on animals. So I am don't know about anybody else, but my makeup's not typical of a rat. So, you know, like <laughs> that. Um, and, you know, like they, they're just, well, they're tested on humans because we're all guinea pigs right this second. Yep, 100%. Um, and all of the illnesses that you can possibly think of somehow relate back to the food you eat. Yep. So... You think about anything—diabetes, cancer, everything. Everything that you can think about, if you think about it properly, relates yep. back to what we consume and put onto our body and put into our body. Yeah.
1: Even what you're saying about the link, giving people the links, the information is out there. Mm-hmm. It's
3: yeah. out there, but it's just a matter remember, of doing work. I can remember Mum saying things to Joe when Eva was really sick, and and I I would have probably said it myself. Like I remember thinking. How has Joe not got the sack? Like, and I remember talking to my husband about it because she was off work so much that I had a conversation with my husband saying, I don't know, jo- Joanne's home again because I only worked part time. So she would ring me when I'm at home. And I'm like, yeah. Are you home again? Like, yeah. how have you not got the sack? Like, you know, that's how often she was at home with Eva being sick. Yeah. And I remember mum telling me a story once where. She'd gone up to visit Joe and they grew up grey nomads, they drive around in their caravan. And yeah. she'd gone up to visit Joe and Eva was on the floor colouring in. And her version of colouring in was very much just a scribble across the page. She couldn't concentrate properly to get it in the lines or anything. And a three-year-old typically should be able to colour in. My mm. kids could, and you know, Joe would ring me, and our kids are 10 years almost identically at part in age. So mm. she would ring me and be like, I can't take her to the movies, I can't. You know, could you could you take Haley to the movies? I'm like, um, yeah, like you know, and all these different things. But I remember Mum she walked in. Eva was colouring in on the floor, and she jumped up and gave her a big hug and whatever. And it was just at the start of Joe going out at E3, and we were all sorry to, sorry Joe, but all quite negative about it because we didn't understand it, and Mum included. Anyway, I remember her saying they went around in their caravan, and three months later she came back and she snuck in the door to surprise them and Eva was on the floor like just beautifully coloring in all in the lines all between the you know flower or whatever picture she was coloring in and mum that was mum's biggest uh-huh aha yeah, moment wow. of this is okay this is what
2: it's about
1: yeah and it's yeah, yeah when you see them come out the other side it's it's hard to at that point to argue with it people will still try mm-hmm. <laughs> But it is really hard to argue with it. So one thing that I've spoken to you guys about is when you're first embracing this lifestyle and making the changes in your own life, you come up against a lot of judgment, a lot of people telling you that you're doing the wrong thing, blah, 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 blah. How have you guys, I mean, obviously the proof's in the pudding when you're getting those results, you do just keep going. Mm -hmm. But how do you, like, what do you... What do you say and how do you keep, I don't know, rising above, I guess, mm-hmm. when people keep coming in and trying to knock you down?
2: I guess it, yeah, sorry, you go then. Well, I was just going to say, I know from my own personal experience uh, that, yeah, I've overcome heaps of people telling me I'm just a load of, can I swear?
1: Yeah, go for it. So
2: <laughs> just a load of shit, you know, like this is just this is, this doesn't work you know this this is crap the can as if food is a problem as if this is a problem oh god now you're just turning hippie on here we go vegan like you know i thought <laughs> not that all. there's a
3: problem with that nah, but i like
2: vegan food yeah but you get what i mean you know yeah. like when you are starting to live this lifestyle and you're starting to change things from what has been the normal to a new normal it's changes people don't like change So when, you know, when I have in-laws and I take a bag of food round to their house and go, I'm sorry, she can't eat anything that's here, but here's a bag of food that she can eat, that's like confronting to them and that's, Mm. you know, that's not very nice really. So Mm. I understand it from their point of view, but they most certainly need to respect it from mine as well. So I guess what I did was I just made the decision that, At the end of the day, this is my family and I'm doing this and too bad, what you think. At the end, I Mm. just was really stubborn because we all do whatever we have to do for our kids. And if it's life and death, you know, we would do anything we had to do for our kids. And I felt the same. I felt the same empowerment with this as well. I know it wasn't life and death, but it was still this is her life. And, oh,
1: totally. Well, it was quality of life.
2: You know, if you don't mm. like it, well, you can just bugger off mm. at the end of the day.
3: When, mm. your, when your why is so strong, like my, Tracy, here, if you haven't been able to tell the difference in voices, but my why is not anything like Joe's. I just decided one day that this is what we were doing. So you can imagine with a 14 and a 12-year-old that that went down really, really well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But if you've, if you've ever met us, and Joe's just mentioned the word stubborn, we are seriously the most stubborn family you will ever come across. <laughs> and just ask our husbands. So I pretty much just out stubborn my kids. And yeah. and and they stop asking after a while. Like mm-hmm. they just stop. because. Uh, and that's been my whole life. Like I, I could tell you oodles of stories where I just, I, when I say no, it's like, like no, and I don't give in. Or if I say that's happening, like, no, you're not, you know, no, you're not going to movies or whatever, you need to tidy your room, blah, blah, blah. Like, whatever it is, that my kids know that that's pretty much how it's going to be. So yeah. after, it took about 12 months of them asking to, to go through McDonald's of me saying no, too late stop asking. But I just stubborn them. But when your eye is so strong and when you learn information, mm-hmm. you can't unlearn it. So when you know yeah. the links to either Joe's behavioural issues or cancer or... Anything, anything, eczema, skin conditions, heart palpitations, uh, you name it, whatever. Mm. Reflux. Everything. Mm. Even and like, there's a
1: lot that's linked to, like, mental health.
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. oodles
2: linked, Rosie. Oodles linked to mental
3: And
1: the, health. I, that's yeah.
2: That's actually the same with myself, Rosie. I'm not, I suppose I have mental health, but I mean, I get anxiety. she got lots. Spoken <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, as a true sister. Mental health, <laughs> and I suffer with that. And I know that if I have eaten poorly, if I've eaten lots of MSG and then therefore I can't sleep. So that's another factor. Mm. It's not just about the food. It's about the side effects that they do to us. And and I don't like achy legs and I don't like no sleep and I don't like feeling bloated. Uh, But that sometimes doesn't stop me from having a bag of salt and vinegar chips because sometimes I just really bloody want some. Yeah. Uh, but I know how it's going to make me feel and I know what it's going to do for me. So I just think the empowerment is in all our hands where at least if we learn this information, we can then decide what we yeah. want to do with it. And it's, it's,
1: yeah. that. it's making an informed choice. And I love that you just shared that because I think a lot of people get really scared and they think, Oh my god if I'm going to eat like this then I'm never going to be able to eat salt and finger chips again and and it's not it's not that it's just being aware of what those chips are going to do and that you make a conscious choice I know that it's going to not make me sleep and I know I'm going to get a bloated belly but right now my taste buds are going to win so I'm going with the taste buds and yeah. then, you know, I'll deal with the consequences. But I think even just in that, it's still, you still feel powerful in that, you know, a hundred percent what you're doing and you've made it an informed choice mm. to do it. And so then when you do get the symptoms that come with it, because I mean, I do it as well. Um, my really weak thing is bounty bars. Mm. I just, I love <laughs> them so much. Not on a you know, it's not like weekly or anything like that, but if they're on special and I just walk past them, I'm just like, oh but I know <laughs> for me it comes out in my skin. So I'll get a lot of breakouts and I always have like looking back when I was a kid, anytime I like pig down on chocolate or anything like that, straight out on my face. Like rosacea, mm-hmm. little pimp little pimples, and the second I cut it out, my skin is just like beautiful. So I'm aware of that when I eat that when I eat it. Um but, yeah, it's just making that informed choice. And when you're informed, then it's, it's, empowering. Yeah, it's
2: really empowering. It's really yeah. empowering. It's really empowering. It's empowering for the kids too. So we were asked this question the other day. We get asked this question a lot actually, not just the <laughs> other day. Let's just face it all the time. Uh, is how do, how do I get my kids on board? Or how do I get my husband on board is another one as well. Or my kids child really likes you know chicken chips or whatever like how do I get them to stop eating it and it's like well the first thing to do is don't buy it because the Mm -hmm. the child literally can't drive to the supermarket and get it and so just say no but empower them with the information Mm -hmm. so I'm all for talking to my kids I felt a little bit weird at the start I, I felt like a little bit like I was maybe brainwashing them or like it was so foreign to yeah. do this yeah, for me. Really. But once I started doing it, it became like, oh, cool. Now I get to share this information with them because if I'm not going to do it, who is? Because yeah, no exactly. one else is going to do it. No doctor or whatever is going, you know, I'm yeah. just it. But um, it's raining here really heavy. So I'm sorry. I can't hear a thing. That
1: Can't hear a thing. Okay.
2: Um, so I like to give the empowerment to the kids so an example is just yesterday we were away and party pies came out for lunch and savory toast and I had made a dip like and i I'd taken some free biscuits and stuff and we were out and Eva said can I have a party pie mum I said no darling I said that one's going to give you a tummy ache She's like, oh. I said, "Look, you can have a piece of the savoury toast because I knew that was homemade and not still not great, but I would rather her have that yep. than the MSB field party pie." Yeah, so she knows why that party why the no is though, and mm. knows that that is going to give her a tummy ache. It will also make her really emotional as well, and. You know, I've had that conversation about MSG with her. I've had the conversation especially about things linked to asthma as well. So so there's no way that she would ever have a bright orange dried apricot because she knows that that could possibly flare up an asthma attack for her. Uh, And same with super-dupers, like she just thinks they're complete poison because I've given her the information on what is in them.
1: I can't. I one of when I first started my online stuff, it's not up anymore because I've changed my website a few times. Doing it again, um, but the I wrote an article on super Dupas. I can't even believe they're they're legal. <laughs> yeah.
2: like, you might have read that on our website, but yeah, like, just, they are. Um, yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, they're just literally three different types of preservatives and artificial colours. I That's know good. it's and not sure. even
1: food. Like this is. I'm just like, but it's not food. You can't mm-hmm. call this food. It's not food. It's chemicals, yep. sugar.
3: Mm, yeah. That's it. <laughs> when, we, when we did the blog post on it ourselves, we, we copped a fair bit on that blog post, actually, I remember. And people were calling us the party police and, oh, you know, just taking away all the fun. And because we were aiming it at schools and how they shouldn't be allowed to give them out. Yes. 100% fun, agree. Athletic carnivals and all that. Yeah. Yep. Birthdays. So, yeah. Every, once a um, week. So, and yeah, we were just totally the fun police. We're like, no, I'm all for ice cream. Go, don't go for it like but just choose a different option yeah totally like, and that's a thing someone said to us one day you must go without We're like we don't go without anything yeah you know, i couldn't I, okay i don't drink coke but we couldn't go without any like and i've never had anyway. yeah gives, yeah you know what it gives me the runs i've never been able to drink coke because it gives me the runs so there's obviously something in it but yes um i didn't know back then but i do know now so yeah but it's we don't go without anything, really. We still have chips and chocolate and cake and lollies and yeah. all the junk. It's just learning begin. another
1: way that's that's different yeah. to the way we're conditioned.
2: Yeah. And that's it. You yeah. don't have Amazing to. Amazing food and, yeah. You yeah. My kids at school, like when Zupa Doopas are offered, which is all the time, my kids have uh, icy poles in the freezer at school. So they know that they just run up to the office, grab one of their icy poles and, come back and eat icy poles with everyone else and I think with allergies with the amount of you know allergies especially in schools these days kids don't even look twice like mm-hmm. I've asked Eva yeah, no. have you ever been teased and she just looks at me and goes no like what what and she no. said and
3: I'd tell them well mine's better anyway
2: <laughs> yeah that's great. Right, she did too I said, what, yeah. I said well, what would you say if someone said oh why you've got that icy pole she goes I'd just turn around and go yeah mine's better than yours <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's I know my daughters have copped just a little bit at school, not too much, just a little bit in relation to one of her, one of my older daughter's friends said to her, Why is your lunch so healthy all the time? And mm-hmm. my daughter came home and said to me, Oh Mum, it was like, Can't I just have some chips or something? I said, No, this is what you say. You go back and you say, Because my mum loves me and my mum wants me to be healthy and in our family we make healthy choices. Yeah, yeah that's what I said. <laughs> that's, that's it. And if they don't like that, tough, because like, you know, I use the analogy, I think I saw it, Pete Evans used it once and I love it. He was talking to his daughters about feeding their rabbit and they love their rabbit. And if they knew that giving their rabbit, something would make their rabbit sick, would they give it to them? And the girls were like, no. And he said, well, you girls are my rabbits (laughs) and I love (laughs) you so much. And I know that I know what food is going to help you thrive and be healthy and keep your body not like stop it getting sick. And I know what food is going to cause all of that. And I love you so much that I'm only going to give you the stuff that I know is going to help you to be healthy and thrive and live a good life. Yeah. So yeah, like I just and I've used scenarios like that to explain it to my girls. But stuff I'm finding. I mean, Trace, you would go probably have dealt with it with your older kids, but my eldest daughter's ten now and I'm just like Copying in a bit in relation to birthday parties and stuff like that. And why can't I just? Because the whole social aspect comes in of wanting to be like their friends and,
3: and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So,
1: yeah. yeah, but it's just like you said, just finding the alternatives
3: and um, sending them with them so that and it all plays out because we've you know I started my journey a little bit after joe and like I said my kids were 14 and 12 but I can tell you now I'm not ever going to say that my kids make choices that I would approve of every time they go out but Haley's 19 and she she's seeing a naturopath you know she's open to that sort of thing and Mm. and that would be coming from me like that that whole I need to look at this on a different way you know she gets breakouts at a period of time and things like that. And, and I said to her, I don't want you going on the pill, unless you need to. Let's hope that's a little way off to set But anyway. Um, yeah. and but if like because there's there's a reason you're breaking out. You don't just break out, like there's a reason for it. So let's see yeah. a naturopath and we'll figure out what that is. Yeah. You no, know, things like that. And as far as food goes, I do know that they don't get me wrong. I, I absolutely 100% know that now that she's driving, she's driving. No, don't, don't get me wrong. But in saying that too, they still, I think, I know would consciously make a healthier choice. Yeah. It
2: was funny, at dancing the other day, my husband dropped my daughter off and, and Hayley was sitting there eating McDonald's and she kind of didn't didn't hide or anything like that, but she she looked at Shayne and went, busted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, dad. But when I was nineteen, I wouldn't have had a clue. I would have just ate it. Like yeah, I wouldn't have had the I loved
1: drive through food. When I was a teenager, it was the best. Yeah. 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 So yeah. She I, know, they know so she which knows is the cool thing. Yeah. And that's yeah, yeah, but yeah, and
3: I didn't. I just ate mm. it
1: because yeah. it was there. It
2: was it like, yeah.
3: So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, Oh man, this is just way too hard, just outstubbing your kids and outstubbing yeah. your husband. Yeah. Just push through because at the end of the day, it's worth it. You know, I think with mum being sick recently, for those that don't know, she had um or had had has leukemia. And you know, that was a bit of a wake up call for my kids too. And I, I hope that that's not what wakes up other families because that was hideous. But you know, it has been that wake up call for them too. And just because of all the information I've fed them over the last six years. I don't need to start now. Like, you know, imagine if I was trying to start now. And yeah, yeah, totally. You, start, you know, start as early as you've heard this information and just start just teaching your kids. That's yeah, all. It keep is. getting more.
1: Keep getting more information. The more you've got, the more empowered you are, and it helps you to feel confident in making those decisions, even when you come up against judgment and people that want to mm-hmm. knock you down. And not just in relation to food additives, but anything that you feel really passionate about in relation to the direction you want to take your life arm yourself with education arm yourself with lot as much knowledge as you can get your hands on so that even when people doubt you you don't doubt yourself and you can't agree
2: that's right
1: so on the other side of taking your red pills now life's good yeah
2: yeah yeah life's really great i mean we just have battles like everyone else i'd love to say we live in a fairy tale (laughs) land of living with halos but you no, know, I, that's that's great. yeah, life's great. And I'm so, I'm so glad that I figured this information out because I wouldn't know where we would be today. I really wouldn't. And look, there's still, you know, some issues going on, but it's so treatable. Like it's so manageable now. And yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't like to think where we are, where we would be today if it wasn't oh, for figuring yeah. out well, you know, you've only
1: got to look around, especially in like big mums Facebook groups and stuff like that, to see where you would be mm-hmm. in relation yeah, to Yeah, I know. And
2: constant, and the stats yeah. are there as well. The stats are what we want to try and oh, get yeah. down. We really want to try and, you know, help those help help as many people as we can. And I feel so blessed that this did happen to Eva as well, because like if we hadn't if she wasn't like this, we hadn't figured this information out, we wouldn't be where we are today. So everything happens for a reason.
1: Totally. Totally. Well, ladies, where can people find you if they want to come and learn more about this? What's your website and social media and all that kind of stuff?
2: Uh, Yeah, absolutely.
3: So our website's addityfreelifestyle.com. So you can find us all there and all the socials are Lifestyle. So Instagram and Facebook are probably the best. Um, But yeah, AdditiveFreeLifestyle.com, and we run a program called Additive Free Made Easy three, maybe four times a year, and that is the program that, look, over 2,500 families have completed that program, and it teaches you where to start, what to do, what to look out for, why to look out for those additives, preservatives, or whatever, and it takes you through the step-by-step process, because Jo struggled at the start. She had all that, you know pushback from family pushback from corporations and all that sort of stuff and luckily like I said before we're very stubborn so luckily she was stubborn enough to to not listen and kept going but for the families out there that need you know or want that sort of easier option of someone's oh not having to do all the work
1: themselves yeah Yeah,
3: sign me up oh totally Rosie and it's got a Facebook community there as well so that only that um the people that have done our program get to join that Facebook community and so it's very, very private and very secret and they, that community is worth, oh, I don't even, awesome. you can't even put a price on it. So yeah. it's only people that are doing the program or have done the program. Having so that support. It's just that and you need it. You need that oh, community. Totally, totally. Yeah, totally. so that's all there as well. So, and you can find all the links on our website, additivefreelifestyle.com. Awesome,
1: and also the girls have a podcast called The Whole Circle. So if you want to listen to more of this and awesome interviews, I might add with people like David Wolfe. And mm-hmm. have you? That hasn't been released
2: yet. I don't know when this is going live. This podcast, but that oh, one do. is. Did I just spoil it? Because I can edit. No, it. no, 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 no. <laughs> no. We've already shared it. It's always- okay.
3: Yeah. Okay. Karen recently, from Embrace the documentary, and she's she's coming out soon. We've. Try. We're working on Pete Evans. We happen to have his private email address, just just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) So we're working on our mate Pete. Yeah, that's good. We've
1: got some great interviews over there. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you, ladies, for being on here. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for your time and your expertise. And I hope more people come across to your website because the work you're doing is so important and more people need to know about this because it will help them and their families to stop struggling and suffering and to live a life that is a lot easier than what they're currently living.
2: Thanks for having us. Thank, Thank you. Thank you.
0: Guys, just quickly before you go, if you could do me a massive favour and please share this on your socials or head to iTunes and give us five stars. It's the only way we're going to get the message out there and create the movement where more women stand up and believe in themselves. I can't do this on my own. I really, really need your help. If you could do that for me, I would really appreciate it. Our website is coming. It will be www.rubyslipperwomen.com. So keep an eye out for that. In the meantime, please head over to Instagram at rubyslipperwomen and give us a follow. Look forward to seeing you for the next round and thank you so much for your support.